Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast, Early Mornings, Late Nights, learning together how to pray effectively. My name is Deacon Glenn. Together with my son AJ, we will learn together in order to become effective and efficient in our prayer lives through study of the scriptures, discussions of relative topics, and engage in interviews with ordinary, everyday individuals. Let's begin our journey together. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, everybody. It's that time again. Praise God. Early mornings, late nights, learning together how to pray effectively. This is Deacon Glenn and my son, AJ. Hello, everybody. Coming at you again with another podcast, learning how to pray. Today, what we are going to be doing, well, it's today for us, but you might be listening in the night or another part of the world. (laughs) Yeah, you might be listening in the morning or when when else could they be listening a Jamu? Maybe the late nights, who knows? In the late nights or the (laughs) early mornings. Praise God. (laughs) Whenever you're listening, hallelujah. We are here to discuss uh, prayer in relation to the word of God. So. We are not going to make the same mistake three times in a row, Ajamu. So what are we going to do? Definitely got to start the podcast on prayer with prayer. Hallelujah. (laughs) So go ahead, my son. You open us up. All right. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for uh, bringing us here today again to to dig deeper um, and to learn more about you uh, and to help people understand and digest this thing called Christianity and prayer. Give us the wisdom of Father God and the understanding and help us to relay that in a word, uh, sorry, in words that people can understand uh, and digest. And we thank you for being here in our midst and we thank you for all that you're going to do through us and through this uh, podcast. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today, what we're going to be talking about is how the word of God is used in prayer and why we need to use the word of God when we pray. Okay. In order for our prayers to be effective, we have to pray using the word of God. I want to start off in the scripture, which is found in 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 to 15. 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 to 15. And this is what it says. And this is the confidence that we have towards him, which is God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. There's so much in that piece of scripture. And I've been using this scripture for many, many years in relation to prayer. Let's go through it again. It says, this is the confidence that we have in, towards him. And in other words, this is the confidence we have towards God. That if we ask God anything according to his will, we know that he hears us. Amen. Mm-hmm. And if we know that he hears us, then whatever we ask him, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. Now, this is a very uh, a good scripture, and it gives us a lot of confidence and assurance 
But there is a lot of things that you could ask questions uh, concerning this scripture. What's the first question that would come to your mind, Ajamu, with this particular scripture? I'll read it again for you. Sure. And this is the confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. For, for me, it's, it's what, is, what is the will? What is, what is God's will for my life? What am, I, what am I supposed to be praying into? And I've had that conversation with God on many occasions. Uh, still an ongoing conversation, and I think for me that's the challenging thing. Am I praying? Am I praying according to what God wants me to pray? And I know that we have free will, and we can get to that's a whole discussion for the theologians and everything. Yes, but um, am I praying? Am I praying correctly and in the right direction? And I think for me that uh, that is a major challenge a lot of the time. Great answer. Great mm -hmm. answer. Yeah. I don't have to correct you or anything, son. <laughs> You've been studying the word or what? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good answer. Yes. What is the will of God and how do we know the will of God? And that's, that leads me right into the next scripture. And that is found in John chapter 15, verses 7 and 8. John chapter 15, verses 7 and 8. And this is what it says. If you abide or remain in me, and my words abide or remains in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Now, this was Jesus talking to his disciples on his way to Gethsemane. And on his way to Gethsemane, he was giving his disciples some instructions, some things that he, he found to be very important, things that he wanted them to remember. And one of the things he talked to them about is abiding in him. And I'm going to read it to you again. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. What things strike you when you when you listen to that scripture, Ajamu? Well, I mean, it outlines the criteria and um, for receiving what uh, you pray for, what you ask for in prayer, and that's to, to remain in him. Um, when you remain in him and you get to know him, um, he will direct your thoughts. He will speak to your heart concerning things because you've built that relationship. And from that relationship, you can pray effectively. Um, and that's what stands out. And then as a result of that, um, you can also, um, I guess the, what is the word I'm looking for? The, the way that you can find out that you're praying effectively is by the fruit that's being produced. Um, if you don't see any fruit in your life, by fruit, um, for those new Christians, we're not actually talking physical fruit. We're talking fruits like uh, results. I guess the results is another way. Uh, positive results from from the prayer life is an is an example that um, God is actually hearing, uh, and not only that God is hearing, but that your praying is your prayer is effective. So that's kind of my thoughts. Absolutely, we know that God is going to hear us if we abide in Him, and how we abide in Him is by abiding in His Word. How do we abide in God's Word? How do we abide in Him and abide in His Word? What do we do? I, I would think it's it's definitely uh, 
taking time, taking time out of your schedule, out of your day, uh, whether you start with five minutes or five hours at the end of the day, it's God judges us by, by your heart. And if your heart is to know him, uh, he can speak to you as, as much as he can in five minutes as he can to somebody that's, that reads and prays for five hours. Um, again, this is a personal thing and you have to put the, at the end of the day, you have to be consistent, spend time in your word, um, read and, uh, and learn and let God speak to you. So what you're saying in essence is that we really have to spend a lot of time in God's word. Yeah. And I think it should be a daily thing. I think you should be, you should be doing it daily. If you can, if you can find the time, make time for God daily and read. Uh, and from the reading, you can understand who God is. Obviously, the, the word is based and centered around Jesus and God, and um, you can understand him more. Uh, when you understand him more, it makes it, especially when you understand the promises that God has given to us as Christians, you can start to pray those things and pray more effectively. And that so comes from did, reading. How does this work, Ajamu? So do you just pick up your Bible and start reading? How does that work? For me, I, I used to feel a little bit lost when I was reading my Bible, especially in the beginning. Uh, but now things have come so, so far. Um, there's Bible apps that you can download to your phone that come with reading plans. There's devotional plans, and you can start there. You could choose a character of the Bible to study. Um, you know, there's lots of books that may assist you and teach you how to read and digest the word. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of tools available. And if all else fails, just start from the beginning and go to the end. To be, and and I'm, I'm, not being, I'm not joking around. I'm actually being serious. I'm actually in the process of doing that. Starting from the beginning and go to the end. So. Start from the beginning of the Bible and read to the end. Yeah. That's a good way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. You learn a lot. And a lot of, uh, I find that I'm learning even more so now. And I've been a Christian since I was a little boy. I'm, I'm reading things I never read before or remember reading. Uh, because you get so comfortable reading your favorite books or your favorite passages of scripture. Uh, you forget there's a whole book there to be explored. So it's, uh, it's a good thing for Christians to read the Bible um, from front to back and, uh, you know, at least once a year, I would say. So let me understand this clearly. In the Bible, it says, this is the confidence we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the request we ask of him. But we have to pray according to his will. And in order to do that, we have to abide in him and his words has to abide in us. And if we do that, whatever we ask, it will be done for us. That right, Ajamu? Yep. Yep. I would agree. All right. That sounds pretty easy. Yep. And it's, I mean, what? it's practical. If you, even if you think about it in a real world sense, you would never go up to somebody that you don't know and ask them for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. You wanted you would have you would ask people for help or for, you know, from individuals that you have a relationship with. And the same goes for God. Right. And he desires to have a relationship with us, which is even even better. Right. So. That sounds great. Yeah. But there's some people that, is, that have their Bible, they're reading, they're reading every day and they go to prayer and nothing is happening. Why is that? It could be two things. It could be that you're praying into something that um, God um, is not honoring, whether it's be for our benefit or simply because God doesn't think that we should have that or uh, the timing is off. Um, and I had a second point and it just slipped my mind. Okay, um, it'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell that this is not rehearsed, folks. 
Yeah, and it's genuine. Not, it's real. And not and not edited out either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's genuine. Listen, I, I asked you that question deliberately because I wanted to lead you in this direction. Mm-hmm. And, and here is how it, it goes. It says, most of the time we just read the Bible. But if you actually uh, uh, go to the Bible itself, it tells us not just to read, but it tells us to meditate. Meditate. What does meditate mean? Well, to me, I mean, I don't know the the, the cause. What is the cause? The, the I don't know the Oxford definition of meditate. But to me, meditate means let's just sit and and to think on the things of Christ. Um, uh, whether that be um, listening to worship, sitting and listening to worship, sitting and reading, sitting and praying, all three. Uh, but spending time, sitting and spending time with with God in that sense. Absolutely, it is. It's. It's thinking about the word. It's going over it. It's putting it down and then coming back to it and meditating on it and thinking about it over and over until it becomes part of you. It's like a, uh, it's like a cow. You, so you know a cow. You always see it chewing, right? So cows are always chewing. So what happens is that they chew and then they swallow uh, what they've chewed and then actually they regurgitate it and chew it again. Then they swallow, regurgitate, and chew it again. That's mm-hmm. called, what's that? How did they say it? It's something, the card. I can't remember the, the phrase, but I, mm-hmm. I, I remember it. But anyway, that's how a cow um, eats his food. And that's the same thing that what meditate means. It means that you go over it over and over. You put it down, you come back to it, you meditate on it. So meditation uh, in God's word is something that you uh, do deliberately and something that you do um, all the time. It's not just reading and forgetting what you read. And a very good example of that is found in uh, Psalm chapter one. And I'm going to read that for you. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight, listen, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. So there's two things I see here. The first thing I see is that we need to delight ourselves in the word. So it's not just reading it. It's delighting ourselves in it. If you go to Psalm 119, it talks a lot about the psalmist delighting himself in the word of God. And it says here in Psalm 1, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And then the second thing is we need to meditate on it. It says on his law, he meditates when? Day and night. Early mornings. And late nights. nights. Mm -hmm. That's how you got to do it. Early mornings. And late nights, meditated on it until it becomes a part of you. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing that we have to do after you meditate in is to do what the word says. Yep. You have to do what the word says. In First Timothy, first, no, sorry, Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 to 17, it says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, 
that the man or the woman of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So the scriptures is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training. So all of the training in the Christian life and reproof and correction, everything comes from the word of God. Yeah. And after we've read the word of God, we have to do what it says. And, and there's so many scriptures that I could use to illustrate that, but I'm going to use Joshua chapter one, verse seven to nine, where God is talking to Joshua before he goes into the promised land. He says, only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have not I commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mm. There's so much in this scripture, and we don't have time to go over it, but it re reiterates what we've been saying. You have to meditate on it. It's, it, uh, God told Joshua, meditate on it day and night. And then he says that you have to do according to all that is written in it. So meditation on, alone is not good enough. You meditate on the word, you understand it, you get it to be part of you, and then you do what the word says. And if you've done all of that, then the scriptures in, in John make sense. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you may bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. You meditate in that word, it becomes part of you. You do what the word says. And then that means that word is abiding in you. It is, it is guiding you. So when you come to pray, you're not praying out of your own will. You're praying because that word is guiding you. That word is directing you how to pray. And when you do that, you can ask whatever you will, and it will be done for you because you're not asking out of your own will. You're asking because of the word of God that has stirred you up and directed you how to pray. What do you think about that, Ajamu? Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And um, uh, there's nothing more powerful than than uh, man than when man is in in line with what God has for their life. There's nothing more powerful than that. So yeah. There is a scripture in in Romans, Romans chapter twelve, Romans chapter twelve, and and about first or the second verse. Let me find it for you. I'm going to find it. Romans 12, here it is, it says, and so dear brothers and sisters, and this is in a New Living Translation, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. 
don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. How will God transform you and change by the way you think? It's through the word of God. So we do our part and that word of God will change us. That word of God will direct us. We will start to think differently. We'll start to see things differently. And when we come to pray, it won't be a selfish prayers. It will be, you'll be praying according to the word of God. And when you do that, God will hear you. And whatever you ask, he will answer. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Good lesson. Good lesson. A powerful one. A necessary one, if anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we're going through these things step by step, and we're just laying a foundation. We're not digging too deep because there are all kinds of different people who will be listening to the podcast. But as we go on, we'll be building. We'll be building precept upon precept, step by step. And we'll be digging deeper into this uh, thing called prayer. So we understand, but we need to lay a foundation. I remember uh, one time I was looking at uh, a documentary uh, about uh, Michael Jordan. And the thing that impressed me is that every time they went to practice, they always practice the fundamentals. They practice basic things, dribbling and shooting layups every single time, the basic foundational things, because in the heat of the game, they don't have to think about those things. They become automatic. You don't want to think about how to shoot or how to pass or how to lay up the ball. That has to be automatic. During the game, you're thinking about strategy and all of the other different things that you need in order to win. It's the same thing with prayer. Once you get the foundational things down, you don't have to think about them. It becomes automatic. And when you come to God, you, you, you'll be listening to him rather than thinking about what you need to ask him about next in prayer. So that's the lesson today, folks. We thank you very much. And we look forward to seeing you at our next podcast. Early mornings, late, late nights. Night. See you guys later. Learning together how to pray effectively. God bless you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. If you did, subscribe to our email list. Tell your friends about our podcast. Spread the word about early mornings, late nights. See you all next time. Until then, may God bless you and keep you. And may the Spirit of God give you peace. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God bless you all. See you next time.